Oh, dreams represent everything. Is that Dre in the neighborhood? Yeah, that's a DRE. Oh my God! Yeah. That just blew my. Hey, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I gotta get out of here, bro. We gotta yeah. yeah. Let me talk wild. my shit. Oh, I need to know. I need to know. No way. <laughs> you know, I had two acronyms. Shout out to Taylor because she was there when I was making the acronym. Shout for out to That's what we got. Yeah. I, I had two of them, yeah. and she said, bam, this one, yeah. Represent everything. everything. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another illustrious episode of Dre in the Neighborhood. I'm your host, Dre, Mr. DRE, and today we have another incredible show for you today. As always, we have in the neighborhood, DJ J Smooth. Yes, DJ sir. DJ J Smooth, how you doing? I'm doing great. How you doing? Hey, I'm feeling ecstatic right now. Big words in the freaking building. I'm feeling good, bro. I'm feeling good. Putting in that work and stuff. We got some special things that we're cooking up, but hey, as always, my boy. What's the mix of the day, man? I mean, you hear it. You hear it in the mm, background, man. Like that. We on we on yay terms. We on yay terms. We on our yay on creativity, man. Hey, spring break. A lot of people ain't here right now, but we here in uh, SK, good old-fashioned Kansas stuff. We're in the grind. We're putting in that work, having good time, having fun, but we're creating some magical stuff. I don't think people know. I don't think people know. I, I don't. Should, I don't should think. we let them know? Um, Give some hints? To be honest, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, if they're interested in finding out, like, because at the end of the day, we doing it for the enjoyment of ourselves. Like, this is this is our spring break. This is our fun, you know? All right, just to let y'all know, we're doing a lot of big things. These boys right here and our guests also are creating some magical work. But um, me and Jay Smooth, we're doing a project. I'm helping filming, and also we got this podcast. It's going to be on a documentary. And in the building, we also have RJ. Shout out to RJ in the building. Yeah, He is yep. filming us right now. And also, whoever is watching the live stream, shout out to you, too, for watching yeah. the live stream and stuff. <laughs> shout out to everybody who's literally watching the live stream right now. Shout out to RJ for putting that together. You're yeah. super dope for real. Yeah, this is amazing. We're doing a documentary because there's a EP that's being created yep. on so, this campus. Yes, there's a, a spring break EP. So Gino and I had the idea. Um, before I start talking about it, um, I feel like it's only right. Bring, bring him in. I think he, I think he has the way because we're gonna get to him. Okay. Okay. So, so like I said, we gotta. Okay. We can we can hold off on this. Okay, Let's hold okay. off on this. Right. Okay. Okay. I'm, so. We'll, Basically, you you want me to tell the story or we'll we'll hold off. We'll give them time to get to the segment. Okay, okay, okay. But okay, okay. I feel like because, like I said, we gave some real talk last time. You, you know, last time we was talking, telling people to pipe down. Sometimes we were. you got pipe down. We were telling them and to so pipe you, down. You, and you know what? You put me on game, and I've been piping. You know, I've been back. You, okay, I've been okay, back. Okay. You know, I've been less talkative that stuff. Real been observing, seeing. Exactly. I see how some people move. Man, I'm just like, I right, I see how you move. You moving kind of not the direction I want to move and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Start let people know like, hey, you know, I'm like how I am as a person. I'm chill. You know? Yeah, yeah. But I'm not gonna tolerate disrespect. Yeah. <laughs> so bro, you that's... think we cool, or you think like if you yeah. ain't providing me anything, like, you gonna see me hit <laughs> the deuce and start to fade out. And stuff. Yeah, man. But like, I got I got something for you, man. What you I got, got for I got, me? Hey, hey, everybody that's listening to, hey, yo, I will say this. Confidence, right? We always talk about confidence. Yeah. And I was like a young, 
the young cat, confidence was like kind of tough. Yeah. But one thing that I noticed was this, man. Once you really start getting into your bag, right? Uh-huh. Well, a lot of things that you do. Like, I have a lot of hobbies. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, this. Um, you know, I do some art, do some photography. Mm-hmm. Recently had a photo shoot, and we had a fashion show about you yeah. know, your boy Stephen. Yeah, <laughs> you, you really thing. showed out for real. And I kid you not, doing all that, it made me realize, like, yo. We got I'm, some serious talent on this campus. Exactly. I'm just like, and like with me, because look at a lot of things that I do that not that many people know. Ex- man, no, like, bro, so many, behind the scenes, DeAndre. So many people don't know. So and behind the scenes. I go, after coordinating that fashion show, I had to, like, to fix a lot of things and like the photo shoots and stuff, but it made me realize, like, yo. I could do all this for myself. But not even that much. Tra- this is not even my main, my major. Exactly. A lot of this I'm learning. So I'm like, bro, exactly. when you're talented and you like, Really put in the work, like yeah. I'm unloading the whole damn Duffy. Yeah, we. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna box. lie. Like, I this project picking the people that I selected, I selected them or not I, but the people we selected, we selected them specifically because we knew they knew they had an understanding of what they their passions were and what clear what's clear to them. Like people yeah. could say. You know, everybody knows RJ is a really good cameraman. Yeah. So why not ask him to do some camera work for you? Yeah. Everybody knows, you know, DeAndre, you love to talk. You have your own podcast about talking. So why not have a conversation with you? You know, yeah. like that's super cool, you know. And then once you like, you really start getting to your bag, like your talents. That's when, you know, we're talking. About, I talked about confidence earlier, but... After doing like that fashion show and the photo shoot, yeah, motion, I was like, but at the end of the day, I'm the goat. Exactly. Yeah. Like, ain't nobody can really tell me shit. Yeah. Anymore. Like, there I'm you not go. listening to no more yep. disrespect. Yeah. Anybody trying to slander like yep. my name, I'm not yep. tolerating that no more. Yeah. Like, but look where I'm at and what you doing. Facts. Unless if you are like on my level, you Facts. producing or doing the stuff that I'm doing on a higher level. If you're not moving like I'm moving, Facts. but dude, I don't want to hear you talk, Facts. man. We got we got work to do. You feel me? But also, like you said, pipe down, right? Exactly. So like, not that many people know, because like, hey man, at the end of the day, gangsters move in silence, and Facts. I don't talk a lot. Facts. I'm gonna let my actions do the speaking. So once Facts. you know everything like comes to light and stuff, and people start to see, like, I'm posting like project. Like I just did like a video at um, Malik's party. And like I had to fix a lot of things and stuff, you know. Yeah. Copyright. I had to learn how to like mix, bro. Like how to mix people, just to put that on there, bro. If it's one thing I want people to understand, if y'all realize the time it took to be a creative type of person, y'all would understand why people charge so much when it comes to creative work. Like, I'm not up there DJing, bro. Like, I mean, I'm not up there just playing music, bro. I'm I'm really setting the vibe for the room. Like, yeah. it, like that's why, like, I took it, I take it personal when people, you know, kind of t- attack my skills because it's like, I put a lot of work into this and I'm not just up there playing music, bro. Like, I'm up there really, you know, setting the vibe. Like, I'm up there. You're trying to create the experience. Exactly. It's, 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 it, not that bro. many people like sitting like that. They were the, just like, I just want to like live for it. Like, the experience, bro. Yeah, like, this, they're trying to just like, this like the now not like but that's the whole experience when it comes to, like, you know you're talking about music right we're talking about these classic albums and stuff yeah, bro. these classic albums told a whole not just a story but a whole experience you you want to can I can I say something real quick say something man. Marvin Gaye right yeah. he's a timeless artist yeah. he's a timeless artist why is he timeless because he used his surroundings to tell his story 
right? Yeah. So around his surroundings were, it was war. What's going on? Right. His song. What's going on? That song will stay relevant for as long as we live, simply because he used his surroundings to tell his story. What we're doing at this EP. Like me and Gino realized how similar our story is with, with one another, our upbringing, like both being in a Baptist church, we understood like if we want to really be serious with this music stuff and make timeless music, we got to tell our story exactly because it's specific to us. Like we would have never known that we were so similar had we had we like had a conversation. You feel me? Like. I would have never known you were so gifted at what you did had we had the conversation. And basically, the only reason why I'm saying all of this is because the music that we produce, we're not just producing music to for people to listen to, you know? Like, we're producing music to explain ourselves where we can't, you know, explain ourselves with words. Like for people to understand, like, you, but also for them to, like, it's almost like... It's like a it's a movie. It's, it's our a experience. whole experience, and you want it's like you want people to be able to paint a picture. Uh, there's like a saying talking about uh, sometimes you gotta see with your ears, right? Yeah. When you hear certain sounds, you might not look at it, but you're in your head, you're visualizing what it is, bro. And so when you're making like timeless pieces, like you talk about Marvin Gaye, yes, we can go like even Jimmy Hendrix when yes. he has like his albums, or you know, recently let's talk Lonnie Smith, yeah, all like, of them. We can look Kendrick Lamar to Pippa Butterfly, Facts. right? Yes. When you listen to that album and you hear each and every track, you are imagining whole yes. scenes, or you're trying to like pinpoint bro. certain points of your life that correlates with that song. Everybody says. Uh, what album is that? Is it bu- not Buffalo? What album is that by Tyler the Creator? His se- Cherry Bomb. Cherry Bomb. Cherry Bomb. Everybody, can- oh, I was about to cuss. Everybody, <laughs> absolute craps on that album, bro. Everybody. And then he released, he released the uh, instrumentals, and then everyone was like, "Oh my god, that was unbelievable!" Like they were like the the strings, the chords, everything that about that album, the the just everything it w- was just pure gold but when he had released it they were like bro this is trash like we don't want this and he was like and he explained to himself like or he explained to everybody like i didn't i didn't that that album i didn't produce that for y'all like i produced that for myself like you know my personal projects because cole cole has for your eyes only was a person like, personal every, project everybody not everybody likes that album but to me i'm like this album i don't think was meant for us it was something that he could like, he made for yes himself. that's a because it complete pivot for 2014 for it so drive everybody that album's crazy yep and i have another example yep go ahead go ahead yeah so like, like that album's crazy and everybody's just like yo how's you go to top that people and this is when nostalgia can be great but also deadly because everybody wants what got recreated from there Yeah He switched the whole tone From going from that To something that's like So like sentimental Deeply valued And yeah. like very Like heavy Cause like the yep. first song On that album It's like Yo this is crazy Like this mm-hmm. is cold This is what he producing mm-hmm. And then like the last Like For Your Eyes Only the song Eight minutes of storytelling Yeah But I can remember Like certain moments Like anytime Where I you're visualizing song, everything I visualize when I'm on The 210 yeah. Going from Crenshaw 108 to school yep. and driving, like going through Inglewood, yep. whole Crenshaw district, and just like I'm able to pinpoint each and every part of the song mm-hmm. with a location. Mm-hmm. And I know the mood and everything. Nah, yeah, that, I think that's that's um, that's how music is created through experience. Um, Jimi Hendrix, everyone remembers Jimi Hendrix for what? 
he played, he was left-handed and played a right-handed guitar, you know, like the guitar was upside down. It was backwards. And he was playing the national anthem on a backwards guitar. Like that's how he grew up. Like that's how he learned how to play the guitar. That's his experience. That's what makes him unique. When I found out, I, I understood like, I'm going to go, I'm, my head's all over the place, but I'm going to go, I'm going to tell you another example. Um, you mentioned To Pimp a Butterfly earlier with uh, Kendrick Lamar, and that was, that was the album after What's it, uh, Good Kid, Mad City, yeah, right? Go. Which, that's a classic. Good Kid, Mad City, one of his best albums classic. ever. You know what album's better than that? To Pimp a Butterfly. That is the absolute greatest album yeah. to ever be and produced. A lot. I remember when it. I do remember when it dropped. I remember yeah. exactly when it dropped, and a lot of people were just like, "This is this, trash." It's like that. Like they felt like, "Oh, this is so. This, this is too black." I'm like, "Huh?" And, and and it was like, and that's when I realized people kept saying, "Oh, it's too black." Like da da da. He did not make that for radio play. He used his plat. This is what he did. He used. He used. What was it called? Um. What was, what is that album I just mentioned called? Good Kid, Mad City. Thank you. Good Kid, Mad City. He used that to get everybody's attention. And then he dropped the bomb on everybody with To Pimp a Butterfly. There, the bro, that, that album alone has so much like wow. felt experiences and storytelling in that to where it shows like that is the true capabilities of music. And like that whole album, like people talk about, there are certain like albums, pieces that age like beautifully. Oh, that's right? gonna age or, really like, well. Or it'll be like this like album dropped at the wrong time, in a sense. That album right there always felt like that. It dropped at the perfect time. Perfect time. Because the climate of America, there's a lot of things that was happening. Yep. That's why the album dropped. And it aged so perfectly because the things that he was talking about yep. was still happening throughout the years. Still like, happening. Especially in 2020 when like it's shutdowns and everybody had to be home mm-hmm. and all that stuff that was happening. Everybody was talking about how, man, the Pimple Butterfly really is like an amazing like album because everything that he talked about is still happening. It's still happening. Not, and not that many people you know, can truly produce pieces like that to where it's like, yes, it's still relevant to this day. Yeah, it's still relevant to this day. He's a timeless artist, just like who? Marvin Gaye. Exactly. He figured out the recipe, and uh, like I'm, I'm gonna be honest, I'm dropping way too many gems on this hoe. <laughs> Excuse me, <laughs> I'm dropping way too many gems. Like you might have to cut some of these out, but people don't realize. You feel me? Like everybody nowadays wants to want to do something in order to not necessarily accommodate someone, but they do something for the um, approval. Notoriety. Not necessarily their notoriety, but the approval. And the only reason why I say the approval is because that used that was me. No, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like I was looking for the approval to be cleared, so everything was a raw revolving around that. I was looking for approval from my friends. I was looking for approval from, you know, people that honestly didn't matter to me. And once I had understood that, that's when I was like, okay, I actually have a clear enough space to be very creative. And that's when I, you know? Yeah, like, I feel like for a lot of folks, creativity would be like halted when you feel like that is not going to meet expectations of others. But once exactly. you get that out your head oh, and my you God. do the things that you love, yes. you'll see that you'll start to uh, attract people who like minded just like you. Bro, facts, bro. And they'll be like, you know, I respect you because you're doing stuff like this. Yes. And it's, you start to see, because like, yes. there's a lot of things that 
you know, I've done on this campus. There's a lot of things that have been done at Kansas Wesleyan. Yes, yes. Yeah, I can see, like, okay, there's certain people who are attracted to this, and there's certain people who aren't attracted to this. Yeah. But I'm going to definitely do my business and interact with people who are in this same category. And Keep stuff. it going. Because if I have chances, opportunities of us doing big things, and we can work on stuff together. Let's go. And make it together, like, might as well. Bro, people hate, like, all right, this has been something that's been bothering me for a very long time. People hate to to collab with others because they don't want to be overshadowed. Exactly. And I look at that like, why in the heck would you be worried about being overshadowed? If anything, I would love to be in someone else's shadow. Why? Because they're able to show me things that they went through so that I wouldn't so I won't have to. I used to grow up in my in my parents' shadow, my brother's shadow. Everybody be like, oh, you're Harvey's son. Oh, you're, oh, dang, I didn't mean to name drop my dad's name like that. <laughs> He'd be like, oh, you're Mr. Haynes' son. Oh, you Jaren's little brother. Oh, you Jam- Jeremy's little brother. You're Glenn's little brother. Lamar's little brother. Like, oh, you, aren't you Trina's son? Like, everybody would name, like, would look at me and be like, oh, you, you the little baby. You feel me? Like, you're, you're the baby of the family. Like, you know? And like, I'll be like, dang, like, I hate how people just look at me and, you know, just think I'm, you know? They already have this assumption of who I am because I grew up in somebody else's shadow. And, you know, when you collab with someone, like, it's like, okay, there's a big potential that this person could, you know, be so much better than I am. But the crazy part is, it's like sometimes you need to go through those types of experiences for you to be humble enough to get yourself to the next level. Yeah. Because if you're not humble at the next level, I can guarantee you pride comes before fall. And that's a huge That's a huge statement That my dad would tell me All the time Pride comes before fall Pride comes before fall And what do you know Pride comes Like I Like I'm a living example Like anybody can ask Like I was in I was in newspapers Everything bro Everybody was giving me praise And then I got hurt And then Kind of fell off the You know nobody knew I even played football You know So that's why I was like Let me do something that I identify, I truly want to identify myself with, you know. Yeah, man. Sorry, uh, I talk a lot, bro. Nah, it's all good, man. It's all good, but like, hey, man, it's the mix of the day, man. What song you got after this, bro? What song I got after this? That's a. You know what? <sighs> let me let me let me look at my bag of tricks real quick and see what I got. Look at the bag of tricks. Real I, quick. I do want to let you know I'm at six percent battery though, gang. On the computer. Yeah. Hey man, I just need to get the charger from the other room, and then we'll be straight. The charger from the other room. Hey man, we just go all vibe out and stuff. Y'all can get a good mix, you know. Later on in the century, y- y'all got a lot of free game from us. Y'all got a lot of free game from us, man. But you know what we're going to do? I think it's just time that we just go ahead and introduce the guests of the building. You know, the guests of the neighborhood and stuff. As always, DJ J Smooth in the building, y'all, providing us with amazing, amazing, amazing. Amazing beats, as always. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to introduce you to the guest in the neighborhood today. This man is, one, a student at Kansas Wilson University, first and foremost. Secondly, he is a rising young producer in the scene. And also, he's one of the best track people in this whole um, Midwest, I'm just saying. Actually, no, I'm going to say I'm going to say a little bit louder. I'm going to say a little bit louder. 
if anybody in the Midwest wants some smoke, pull up to Kansas Western University and you'll get dusted. I got $200 on Gino beating y'all in the race. Ladies Yo, and gentlemen, shout out. Man, what a, crazy, applause for what a Gino, crazy introduction. With Gino Dixon, y'all. Yo. What a crazy introduction, bro. <laughs> Appreciate you for having me, man. Appreciate I, you. I ain't gonna lie, man. Um, if people do pull up on you, like, I need you to win. Hey, I said, I'm, I said I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. You hyped it up, though. You definitely did. Because <laughs> I believe in you. Because I know you can get the job done and stuff. Just, uh, I got you. Um, anytime, don't, just, man. I got you. Let's just hope, um, you know, Nigel don't hear this. Because I got to deal with him and be like, dang, I, I see what it is. So, hey, man. Always, you know, it's a great day in the neighborhood. How you feel right now? I'm feeling great, man. I'm feeling great. I know, I know you've been next door. You've been next door a lot. You been know. next door a lot, you know. Been, been cooking up door. a lot, cooking up a lot. You've been cooking in the cooking in the studio, a lot of chefing, yeah. a lot of star cuisines being made and stuff. I don't think y'all ready for this. Crazy. Hey man, we'll go um get in our first segment, you know, we'll call explain this moment. And you don't really have that many um pictures on social media and stuff. But I was able to I was able to conjure up a lot of things, you know. I was able to figure out exactly what to talk to you about. And I mean, there, hey, there's there's a reason. There's a reason why, I, you know. I understand. I understand. But, you know, <laughs> shout out to um, people tagging you and stuff. Oh, for sure. But, um, yeah, we'll go. I just want to learn. And uh, people want to learn a lot about, you know, Gino Dixon before, you know, you pop up and explode and become, you know, famous producer and stuff. So my question is, you know, we're talking about early family memories. Like, what was one memorable lesson you learned from a family member? Um, I think one that I really, really realized right now is just that my mom told me it was just to, to be myself um, and just not to follow nobody. Um, that, was, that was one thing that I took from her, but, and she always kept telling me every single day, you know, but I never really understood what that meant. Um, you know, like growing up, like like just like Jalen, like I was always in the sh- in the shadows of other people, as like my older brother, um, and the people around me. I was the baby of the family, so um, growing up, you know, I was always looked at as the baby. Um, everybody was always taking care of me, things like that. You know, um, I think I think when as I started as I started to grow up, um, I finally realized. Uh, I'm probably getting off topic, but but I, I finally realized that yo, like music, music is is what I really want to do. And once I figured that out, that's when I actually understood what my mom said to me. You know, so yeah. No, I understand that feeling. You know, being I'm like the other three sons, like mm-hmm. the last born and stuff. And so being like the shadows of your brothers is like, dang, this is crazy. And then because my older brother James, he's an artist. Like, yeah. like when it comes like photography, painting, graphic designs, that's him. Like yeah. tech, that's all him. My other brother, Lyndon, he's the middle one. He does music. No, he was in band, um, percussion. Like he did snare, bass, like all that stuff. And then somehow with me, I get both. I mean, they both play sports too. James played basketball. Lyndon played soccer. Mm-hmm. Now here I am, the third one, and I'm got like I do art, music, and sports. So I'm like a three-headed dragon. Just like from them too, but like always been, you know, the baby brother. Yeah. Anytime like they be around their friends, they'd be like, Oh yeah, this um you um James little brother. Like you exactly. Linda's little brother or like exactly. yeah. oh you um oh there go the baby. I'm just like, come on, bro. I'm like I'm taller than you. I'm a grown I'm a grown man at this point yeah. and stuff. But um 
Yeah, like getting out of that shower. Once, like, I started doing things that like I like to do. I don't think I really stepped out until I got here, mm-hmm. and when I started talk. Yeah, that's really what solidified like um, um, me stepping out the shower because I was a shy kid. Back then, I did not like talking to nobody. I didn't mind playing with other kids, but like, if I didn't know you, especially like other adults, I'll always hide behind my mom's leg. I did not like talking that much at all. I always been shy. And even like, I can see that. <laughs> no, same here. Same here. I, bro. I can definitely see that. That exactly. makes a lot of sense. No cap exactly. for real. Yeah. Talking about. Because like, I don't really need to talk that much. I'm an observer. Mm-hmm. There are times where I can be, I won't say a word, but I can be in the room with y'all and I'm still enjoying myself. Yeah, like that's the type. That's my piece. If I don't have words to say, I'm not gonna just say anything that has no value. Exactly. I'm gonna keep quiet and just enjoy it and observe the room and stuff. And so, the more I set down my shadows when I started talk, because that means I'm starting something, and I'm taking charge of it. And what's the one? And just like the acronym, I have to actually talk to people that I might not know. Yeah. And, and I was doing that like so. The only people it was just me and um and Ant. Anthony, shout out to Anthony. Yeah. And he wasn't going to talk. <laughs> so that was just me. So I'm like, dang, okay, I got to do this, though. Dang, you stepped out of your comfort zone for I, real. I had, I had no choice because nobody else was going to do it. And I kid you not, doing that whole thing, I was a little bit skeptical. I still wanted to do it because everything that happened in 2020. But I was like, gosh, man, I'm kind of like panicking just a little bit. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for that talk with Dr. Smith when um, – Coach Hen had us go to um, it was like like a diversity course and stuff. Oh yeah, and um, Doctor Smith and Doctor Cheeks were there, and this man Smith was just like talking, and he was talking about how I need more African American men on this campus to be mentors because it makes no sense that only one um, black man is yeah. a mentor, and there's a whole freshman class of multiple black men, and so it's almost like he challenged me. I was like, dang, I can't back out now. And then, like, Coach Chan was so supportive and stuff. He linked me with Dr. Smith and Dr. Cheeks. So I'm like, okay, so now I really have to do this. Now I got to go all out and stuff. And so I had to get out of my comfort zone. That first talk, I was speaking and stuff. Yeah. The second one, I'm glad the nerves did start to take over. It's okay. Shout out to Jalen because Jalen was a um, student guest and stuff. And he Hell became yeah. a regular and he came in clutch and made it easier. But, like, that's when it really separated because now I'm getting, like, my aunt's, like, talking to me. And she's like, like, Boy, you really, yeah. Like, who oh, I never expect, yeah. You see, like my little DJ, just yep. like really stepping out of his comfort zone. Like everybody yep. in my family, just like who would ever expect like the last born bro, to that, do stuff like this, bro. That and that's what it's about, bro. Like you, like to think you came from, like nobody would know that you had so much to say growing. You feel me? Because you were that kid that everyone just kind of looked at and. You would hide behind your mom's leg, you know? So for you to grow up and have a lot to say, it's because you, you listened <laughs> as a kid. So that's dope, bro. I mean, it was crazy, man. I understand, man. Are we all, like, the youngest of our siblings? I mean, I got, like, sisters, too. Like, we're not blood-related. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they're still family regardless. But out of the bloods, like, are we Dude. all, like, the last born? Bro, I am the last grandchild, bro. Grandchild. I'm middle grandchild. <laughs> I'm the middle. Bro. I mean, I'm all around, but the thing is, like, my parents got divorced, and um, after that, you know, they they got remarried and had kids. Oh, okay. But, you know, most of the time, I was pretty much with my mom, so I'm, since I was always around my mom, I'm the baby. I have an older brother Uh um, who's seven years older than me, so I was pretty much the baby around, you know, always, always the one looked at trying to, Yeah, everybody everybody trying to feed you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. 
Everybody trying to be your daddy and shit. Trying to keep your grades right. How's your bro? So so for me, it was just like you know, I looked up to my older brother. Everything he did, I wanted to do, bro. Everything you know, and I wasn't, and nothing was wrong with that. Nothing. There was nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, I needed to find myself. Yeah, you have to like figure out like what who do I want to be? Like I don't want to be the next. Yeah, like I don't want to be the next James (laughs) Childress. Nah, yeah, he's already a. My brother's already a junior, bro. Well, yeah, he the bro. Sec- he was, he's the second born and stuff. But I don't want to be the next him. I want to be like the first DeAndre Jordan. You want to know what used to aggravate me, bro? So my dad, he's a pastor, right? Mm. I'm a preacher's kid. Everybody would look at me. They would come up with their assumption of who I am, right? And it would bother me because old people would come up to me and be like, you going to be a pastor just like your daddy, huh? <laughs> I'd be like, bro. I'd be like, look, like... I mean, if that happens, then yeah, it happens, you know, but can I grow up and be who I want to be first? You know, like, let me, let me grow and have my own experiences so I can create my own story, bro. Like I would get so angry and frustrated when people would like just automatically assume I'm just like my brother, you know, my brothers, you know? Although I literally just I am just like them Like I'm still me in my own unique way I hate it when they kept on saying We all look alike uh, Again, nah, you can't you can't I, run from that. You, fact, you, you see my you see my brother. Nah, you yeah, see, you specifically can't run from it, that. It'd be so annoying though, because it's either with the oldest one, it's either is that your brother or is that your dad? And I'd be getting so pissed. Bro, I'd be like, brother, ain't my dad. I'd be like, yeah. I can show bro. y'all a picture of my pops. My my pops <laughs> sixty something years exactly. old. Exactly. <laughs> I'd be getting so mad, just like, bruh, because I'd be like, he's already my bigger brother. Right? Yeah, like I, I already want, gotta hear him. I'm talk getting about tired of people thinking that he's my dad. I'm just like, nah, you ain't sunning me, bro. No. Like, no, all you gotta deal with mm. being called like the baby sibling. Like, no, nah, like facts. don't give him the satisfaction and stuff. For real. Like, I, I, and honestly, the reason why people think that we all look the same, it's just the hair. That's what it's the yeah, hair. it's the hair. I mean, I'll show you a picture of my brother, and he has dreads, and I don't have dreads, and people still think we're twins. I'm like, bro, he's like 12 years older than me. How do you think he's my twin? I, don't, I just, uh, it is. That's just stuff that we just gotta deal with, man. You know, that's just things that we have to deal with. Well, um, let's, let's let's get back on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we all we're just good. got a text message. I'm about to start slamming my mouth in my mind. All right, um, let's go back to you know, let's go back to 2021. Mm. Spring 2021. Hey, I remember that um, the whole journey, man. We call the moments when you and the boys made to nationals for NIA. Oh man, that was that was crazy because I've never. I've always wanted to be on that big stage, um, and I knew one day it would come. You know, I just had to be patient. Um, but you know that that whole that whole moment of just making it there was just so so surreal. Uh, and being able to go there with with friends, you know, and that that was probably the biggest thing. Um, I want obviously wanted to make it for an individual event, but. You know, I, I had to talk with coach, and I was like, "Yo, like, I know we really want to get me to nationals and 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 be able to compete in my own event, but I wouldn't want to be there alone. You know, I want to be there with a group of guys. That's big. And <laughs> that's when I told him that he was just like, "Okay, you know, let's let's try and shoot for that." So that whole process, um, just meet to meet, and we weren't being so close and not even making it. 
Um, it came down to the wire, and we were just we just kept going for it, kept going for it. You know, meet after meet. Sometimes we wouldn't even make it. We were so close by like just a second, or you know, under a second actually for for making it. And you know how how times work in track and field, like Boy. bro, like. It could be just the last head nod that could get you across that line, just Dang. you know, just for you to make it. And yeah. and so and if you don't don't hit the time, you don't hit the time. So so um, when we finally made it, it was the last chance meet. That's what it was called. That's a, that's what yeah, the meet was named. At Bethel, yeah, I remember y'all last said that. chance, Gosh, and man. and we we did it and we qualified, and that was the most craziest, amazing you know experience experience moment you know. And we were just we were just happy, bro. Yeah, so, but I remember not a lot, but that spring for athletics, so we had every sport was playing. That but was chaotic. That was I don't know how it was able to function, just doing everything, bro. They put they put like no disrespect to to you know Kato faculty. We love you guys and whatnot, but y'all put us through the ringer, <laughs> man. man. We that spring was tough, bro. We had practice, we had. Didn't we get in trouble one time? <laughs> no, man, I'm not reliving that moment, bro. That, I'm not reliving that moment. That was that was horrendous. That time was horrendous. But I'll say like, but that whole like time to where like you, um, Nigel, Malik, and who's uh was it Eric? Eric, yeah. But like like that journey and stuff, I ain't glad that motivated me. No, that motivated had, me as well, because, bro. Like him, like because I see we see y'all boys because we had like I said we had whole, we had three games we had season, mm-hmm. okay. And so I'm seeing y'all practice, I'm seeing y'all grind and stuff. And that season, um, like I like in the fall I wasn't starting, mm-hmm. and I stayed out here and stuff. And I was just like training and stuff. I was just like you know I'm just gonna train, but I was training at a different position just in case. I because I played 2020 as a guard, 2021 like that spring part I switched to tackle again. Mm-hmm. And next, you know, like our tackle gets injured, and I'm the next man up. Mm-hmm. And so, I just remember like, seeing y'all grinding and stuff. I'm seeing what y'all pushing for, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, you know, I got to do the same thing. Like these boys, I understand track. Like I, I was doing indoors and stuff, and then mm-hmm. COVID messed up outdoors, which I was so sad and stuff. Exactly. When that happened, right. but I'm like, you know, these boys. I understand what it means like to put in that work because I feel like I definitely put in my most work, and that pressure definitely is felt in track. Yeah, I feel more pressure in track than in football. If I'm being honest, like I feel way more pressure and stuff. And so I'm just like, you know what? I'm seeing these boys grind. Let me put in my work and stuff. Let me do everything I can. And next thing I get, you know, thumbs up. Just like, hey, yo, you're starting these games. Yeah, we got Sterling game. I'm putting in work. That made me like my performance. I felt in that game. Just like, you know, I'm doing my thing. I get injured second half, but I still finish it because I ain't no punk, even though I hurt and stuff. But like, I'll say like. That feeling y'all going to national is crazy because, like, for me, I like that feeling to where it's just like, yo, this is like big and stuff. Yeah. Was that Bethel and Jalen? You know that Bethel game. Yeah, that Bethel game was that man. game. That game I was kid lit. you not, in my whole college career, both games against Bethel, just like those like career defining games in a sense yeah. because somehow, some way, you would not expect it. Well, you like you wouldn't expect it from Bethel to be that good, but I feel like that spring oh, yeah. against Bethel. Because our backs were against the wall. Like, we lost two games already early in the season and stuff. Yeah. And we're going against a team that is, they're doing so good. They're, like, number 10 in the nation now. Yeah. And so it's like, dang. And they're going, they're going to win the KCAC because, like, they have only, like, um, I don't think they lost a game. They didn't lose a game. And so, no, they didn't. And so we're, we're the underdogs. Yeah. And they got time to prep for us. 
We got time to prep for them. But I'm dealing with an injury. So it's like sprained ankles take a while to fully heal. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. Like two, I couldn't take like the whole time for me to heal and then play because I'm like, no, I gotta practice. So I'm practicing 75%. I'm playing that game, I say like 77%. Mm-hmm. And I had to get double spatted because they didn't want me getting targeted. If they see, if they see like one of my ankles, like one of my they like see cleats, limping, it's... yeah, or they see like one of my cleats like heavily taped up, they're gonna take the chances. Yeah. I remember playing that game and I'm not 100%. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yo, at this point, this is not good. Be a highlight-worthy game, but I want us to win. Yeah, There are times where I know I got beat. They put a receiver on me that was rushing me. That made no sense. I was really mad about that because he's just running full speed. I'm like, I can't block him. I'm just going to pray to God that Bobo gets out the way and throws the ball. But that whole game, I just remember like seeing guys like – it goes from like, us playing as individuals to, like, we was playing as a full team, really hungry, the hungrier team. And we was down, like, 18-7. Like we was down yeah. against them boys. Them boys were scoring. They was doing their thing. We had a chance to score on the one-yard line. Couldn't they stopped us three times in a row. Yeah. That's a, and I was just like, you could be down and out. But that halftime speech, like, Vito, like, all them guys, like, them, like those dudes were just like, no, nah, we're not losing this game. Nah, and okay. not for a second that I ever – Yeah, shout out to, like, shout out to him. Not and a Gabe. moment in shout that game. Gabe. Yeah, shout out to all of them, man. Shout out to everybody that pulled up. Because not once did anybody feel like we're going to lose that game. Mm. Second half comes, everybody put in on work. That yeah. man, Peyton, had three touchdowns. Yeah. Three receiving touchdowns, man. Yeah, like, he was dope. Everybody was doing their thing. You know, the boy Jalen was doing his thing, too, low-key. Yeah, had a couple of times. Like, everybody was just, like, playing like yeah, everybody was hungry, so we're determined. Because that's how badly we wanted. I feel like that story you just told is, like, a perfect example of, like, how bad Gino and I wanted to do this, bro. Like, not to, you know break take light from your story but like if there's anything that you we want you to understand and why we were so dedicated in getting you involved it's because we were like bro we can actually do this like we have the people like deandre like it is so super dope that we're on your you know like this is the first time him and i have ever produced something together you know like where we sat in a room and like told ourselves we're about to do this you know and we Picked you because we knew you knew how to get shit done. Excuse me. Get stuff done. Yeah, all good. You know, yeah. like you from talk, from how you just told us about how you was, you know, grinding over the summer, playing against Bethel, injured. Like, you know, you're supposed to be here, bro. It's like by any means. Exactly. And that, you know, I was reading that book too, but it's like by any means, let's say I got to get that job done. Got to get it done, like, bro. You know, the for nationals, like yeah. I said, that's motivating me because y'all just like, yo, by any means, last we're going chance. to get this job done. Last right. chance And meet. that last God. chance meet, man. Made it happen. And when I heard, like, y'all happen. got it, but I was happy because I'm like, I knew, like, these boys really put in the work. Yeah. Coach themselves put in the work. I literally, yeah. I literally seen it, and I hear it. So when you see your homies, like, put in that work, and it gets paid off, it's just like, all right, now it's time to, by any means, got to get this. Got We upset it, beat Bethel. Well, like twenty, well, I think like, it was 20, like twenty-eight, twenty-eight. Or no, we had did we have did we break thirty? It was like twenty-eight, seventeen, I think, because they didn't uh, score. In the I think it was twenty-eight, twenty-one. Twenty-eight, twenty-one. Yeah, well, I came back, we beat them and stuff. And then we go against Tabor, we beat them. Oh, yeah, so we like we finished the season like undefeated <sighs> and like two big road wins and stuff too. And I like 
like finish starting. Like I started those games and stuff. I was able to finish those games. So it was like by any means necessary, I gotta get the job done. I know I'm not healthy, mm-hmm. but damn it, I'm gonna finish. Yeah. <laughs> I got I have I gotta finish, man. There ain't no way I can give this up. So like when it's like this whole project that like we're doing and y'all like producing and stuff, it's like by any means, we're gonna get the job done. Nah, yeah. At the end of the day, like, once it's said and done, yeah, and like we like when this is put out, people are going to remember. Like that Bethel game, we're gonna remember that for the rest of our lives. Exactly. Because it was that that it's a timeless game. And we had that whole year, 2021, I'm gonna talk my trash about Bethel again. Two games against them, two instant classic, two NAIA game of the weeks. I'll say the best games I was playing in the Midwest, yeah. even above some of them D one games I was playing on Saturday too. Entertainment. Mm-hmm. We beat them boys twice and within like a couple months span from behind. And they was right high than us twice. I'm talking about trash, Thatchers. Y'all boys got gig there. And y'all and we have a streak too. Mm-hmm. We played them at home. Oh uh, yeah, we, we played, played them. them both we did. Times. We never had a home game against them in the same year. Played them at their crib and wore the same uniforms too. Mm, that crispy all white. Yeah. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong, man. By any means, we gotta get the job done, man. Yeah. Like that was just like an incredible moment. So that's definitely one thing I wanted to touch up. But you know, might as well transition to the music part, man. The creation of Geno Beats. Yo, when did you realize like music producing was the goal? Like that was the thing that you wanted to do. Man, it took me it took me a while. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um music has always been an inspiration to me growing up. Um, but like I said, um, you know, like I felt like growing up, like nobody was I don't know, I just felt like I was with 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 having with having that music musical kind of kind of gift, um, I felt like no one was was kind of I was, was I couldn't find no one that was like me growing up like I would say and um, and so then I, I was like you know what let me just let me just play sports you know that's how I got into sports um, and my brother also ran track as well so I wanted to be just like him so that's why I was like you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna jump into track. Um, that's what all my friends are doing at school. Um, that, that's the similarity I find between us. So I'm, I'm, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to run track. Um, so you know, when that happened, you know, track was cool or whatever. Um, that was one of the talents I had growing up. But and I, I actually thought I was the fastest person in the world. I'm not even going to lie to you. <laughs> growing up, you know, until I actually got on track. He said, and I thought I was the fastest man, man in the world. And man, I tell you, when I had my first ever track meet on um, AAU, I got <laughs> dusted. I got dusted, bro. Like, last place. Like, I was like, man, I did, I did not know that there was people just as fast as me. He said, you know? what? I mean, uh, what is this? Like, oh, we, we all moving. Oh, okay. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, when so after after high school, you know, getting on to college, um, still music wasn't really, um, wasn't my biggest focus. Uh, growing up, I played drums in the church. Um, my mom, my mom sang. Dad was a pastor. You know, pretty much the same story as Jalen. Like, you know, that's why we're we're so alike. Yeah, bro. Uh, same story. <laughs> but uh, you know, once I got to college, you know, tra- it was still track. It was all about track. That's why. I, that's why I came to college. You know, um, and. And I think after JUCO, when I first transferred, when I first got here, um, I was like, I started to mess around with music because COVID happened. You know, COVID had hit the year before. Um, you know, that messed up my off- offers and places, you know, I w- wanted to go to. 
So when yeah. I first got to Kansas, I was like, man, I really didn't even want to be here. But Bro, you know, that's a lot, a lot of like, like my when I first got here, I pulled up on campus, um, and I was sitting there looking around. I'm like, this is not for me. This is not Facts. for me. You know. Facts. Um, and and I'm I, I literally sat in the car, you know. And as people as people are are helping other the the new freshmen move in, you know, the little thing that they do. <laughs> um, I'm just I'm just pissed. All right, so <laughs> I get out the car. I'm moving all my stuff in by myself. I don't need no help from nobody. No, I was just a little stubborn kid, uh, moving my stuff in. As soon as I walk up, the first day I get to my room. And I see Jalen, you know, Jalen comes up. He's like, yo, like, you need any help with anything, you know? And that's how I met him the first day. Um, and then later down, he, we, we, you know, we ended up being real cool, ended up being my roommate, you know? Bro. And that's when, that's when we started that, you know, that little bond, that little connection that we had. Bro. And we realized so much just from that one conversation that we had when we first met. Bro. And, and from there, uh, we realized... <laughs> We realized we both were into music. Yes. So, and, uh, <laughs> bro, once we realized, like, I think we realized we was into music. Like, keep going, bro. Keep Man, going. Keep going. <laughs> it's, it's, it's bringing me so many memories. But, like, once we realized we were into music and I saw him DJing, I was like, yo, like, I can finally be me, you know, all along. Like, before growing up, it was always track. And the reason it was always track was because... Everybody was playing sports as a kid. Everybody oh, wanted to yes. be a basketball player. Everybody wanted to be a track star or whatever it was, whatever sport you were in. You know, yeah. every kid wants to be you know, LeBron James. LeBron James. Exactly. <laughs> who doesn't want to be nigga? Exactly. I, I, oh dang! I still feel like I'm LeBron James. <laughs> you bro. know what? Um, and it's crazy. I'm real. I'm realizing so much now because growing up, like. I can remember myself listening to music, banging on the walls, making beats at school. In the classroom with a know? pencil. And that was just natural. That was, that was just a natural talent I just had, you know, and and I loved it so much, but but I was afraid. I was afraid to share that with others. I was afraid because we were vulnerable. Exactly. We didn't exactly. want to get made fun of, bro. Like you know? I'm over here showing you something I really enjoy and you laughing at me, saying, <laughs> like, ha, you feel exactly. me? Like like I'm like yeah I I get you laughing with me, but if I'm sharing something with you that I'm actually really serious about, I'm not gonna share that shit with you again. Exactly. You know. Yeah. So when I when I finally met someone as near as me and with the same talents, I'm like yo like I could finally be me. <laughs> and 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 once once we figured that out, um we just we just kept rolling from there. I, I instantly. You know, when when they started getting COVID check COVID checks out, oh, bro. Easily, I, bro. I was like, you know what? I might the summer the summer I met after I met Jalen after the, our first first year that summer I went back home. What? I was like, yo, maybe that I man, should I should pick up FL Studio or something, GarageBand or something. He came you know? back a changed man. That's I what came I'm saying. Back different, you know. He came back different. <laughs> like when <laughs> I when I tell you he came back, that's like he came back. That fall, and I saw him. I'm like, there's something different about him, cause you know we talked over the, you know we talked over break, mind you, over break, summer break. He's still doing track workouts every day. Like his older brother, your older brother's a coach, right? Yeah, older brother's a coach. So his brother, his older brother, is coaching him, putting him through like track hell, right? Yeah. And this man is up. 24-7 at night. Or he's yeah. up late at night that same night 
yeah. dropping beats. Like, bro, I don't think people understand this dude's talent. His talent is through the roof, bro. The roof. Like, bro, I'm look, I'ma just say it now. People better might 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 want to uh, get this man phone number or something because this dude is amazing. You know, I mean, shit. Yeah, Excuse me. I look up Shoot. to you, bro. I look up to you, bro. Not even, bro. I, see, and then <laughs> and then that's a perfect example too because like he'll always tell me like, yeah, bro, like everything you be talking to me about, da da da. Like you be inspiring me and like you know I'd be so excited to you know go. I'm like, bro, I'm looking at you like. I need to get I need to get my shit together. I need to go. Like I'm talking like you, bro. Exactly. Nah, like yeah, yeah. when he told me he bought the FL Studio, he, when he bought FL Studios and he dedicated to himself, he dedicated himself to his music. That showed me like I can do the same thing. And then when he talking to, talking about it right now, I'm thinking my I'm thinking to myself like, damn, I actually have been doing it. Mm-hmm. I just ain't realized it yet. Yeah. You know, I'm doing it thinking I'm doing this shit for fun. You know, like, oh, yeah, I'm having fun every now and again. Okay, now fun time's over. Now I got to go back to, bro, like, I can actually get paid to do this, you know? That's the thing that's crazy. Like, you can get paid doing something that you love to do. That's no, the, and, the, and the thing is, bro, like, growing up, um, we I We didn't have I that hated, example. I hated working, bro. Like, yes. I hated doing something that I didn't want to, you know, did not enjoy at all. Uh, and as as I grew up, old, as I got older and older, I realized that, yo, my life is starting to get serious. Like, I need to actually do what I want to do, you know? Bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? So, so you know, when I got FL Studio, I was like, I was like, man, I got to make something happen. So I, I was always constantly watching, into watching YouTube videos about, um, have you ever have you ever seen the genius deconstructed about how like yes, they put beats? I, you know, I've seen, seen a lot of them. You know? I've seen a lot of them. Yeah, the making of uh, role role models by J Cole or yeah. the different you know. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, like I know I could do that. What do I need to do? You know. So I just started. I started messing around with FL Studio uh, in the dorms, um, and Jalen Jalen was right there since I started, and he seen me struggling and all the ups and downs I went through, like. I would just stay up, bro. You that's know how the only thing I would do, like practice, come home. That's that's I can't explain it. I, that's all I do, <laughs> bro. You know how you know how you have those roommates where like people are like they're playing the game all night. Yeah, he's making beats. That's my game, <laughs> like, bro. Like, facts, like, like like that's his game. I don't have an Xbox, bro. I gave him my Xbox. <laughs> gave I me. gave him my old Xbox. <laughs> like. That's, That's just wild. to show you how much I really love when if if I'm able to do what I want to do, like, and yeah. I really love that, like, I'm a, I'm gonna do it, bro. And and I think that's a that's a big testament to why we chose to do the whole uh, EP over spring break. It's because we didn't have no work, no nothing. You know, we barely had you know football workouts and track. So we're like, if we want to do some music related, we can do this. Like, we can actually do this. And then once we actually understood that we could take control of our lives. Because mm-hmm. if it's one thing I want people to understand, being the baby of the family, you are never in control of your own life. You, you are never in control. Everyone looks at you and they automatically think they know what's best for you. And I think that is the absolute most frustrating thing because it's like, I, I watched you growing up. So don't you think it, it would be smart of me to not make those same mistakes you did? You know? Yeah. And it's like, 
I kind of take it disrespectful when people don't let me do what I want to do. Like, I'll talk to my mom, and she'll be like, well, are you sure you want to do that? Like, when I was going to come to Kansas, when I came to Kansas, um, she was like, you sure you want to go to Kansas? Like, that's far. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I want to explore the world. I got out here, absolutely hate it. Now I'm in love with it. Why? Because I'm doing what I want to do, you know? Like, my mom had the best, the best, her best case scenario for me. Everybody has their best case scenario for Gino. Gino knew what he wanted to do since he was a little kid. He just didn't realize he was allowed to do it, you know? Yeah. He, he's been, Gino's been Gino since he was Gino, you know? <laughs> he, 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 only reason why he ran track is because nobody really helped him with understanding how to make music. But everybody wanted to help him when he wanted to run track, you know? You know, um, this is mm. per- perfect segues and stuff. We got, we got two things we can segue to. Let's, um, let's talk about this athletics, right? Mm. We had, um, there was a conversation earlier. I think earlier in the week with um, Dr. Smith and, and Paul, Paul Reed yeah. about how, you know, this, you know, Kansas Wesleyan is known for having, you know, a lot of loud fire trucks that goes through like, during this podcast <laughs> yeah. recording and stuff. But um, also, we're a sports school, man. We get a lot of people. We have 26 sports. There's a lot of athletes. Like, everybody in this room is an athlete yep. right now. Yep. Probably, even people Shout who watch the live stream. Shout out RJ. Right. Well, we're all yeah. athletes and stuff. And, you know, one thing that they always talk about how, like, we always get, like, a lot of these athletes and stuff, and it's always hard to maintain them, like, the retention rate's low because a lot of these athletes end up transferring because mm-hmm. they're not getting playing time. Mm-hmm. But also, like, we get a lot of people that they just, like, come here with the mindset of, I'm just an athlete. Like, well, you're a student one, okay? Yeah. You, you're not pro. You're not getting paid for this. Like, you're a student, man. You got a scholarship, but you got a scholarship, and I hear your scholarship is not even like a full athletic scholarship. You got some academic scholarships as well. You are a student athlete. Your main thing is to be a student, to like learn the curriculum, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of people just have that mindset of just being, just I'm going to play my sport and that's it. You know, you know your boy retired, retired football player. Mm-hmm. But like one thing I've seen when I played is that oh, it's just ball is life. You know, I'm just going to play ball and that's it. I'm like, but especially – if you're an upcoming um, freshman, you know, if you're a senior and listening, mm-hmm. or you're in school and you're still, you know, BSing and stuff, you need to understand that. But you need to figure out exactly what you want to do. Like, it's, a, it's a bigger picture than your sport. Okay, because let's, let's be real, all right? A lot of us, because they say in high school, not that many people get a chance of playing, like, at the next level. At the next level. They say that mm-hmm. in high school all the time. Like, you have a very small chance of actually playing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's awesome that I am one of the people that actually got to play in college and be on scholarship. That's a great accomplishment. All right. Going from a small school to the NFL, uh, that is possible, but it's like a slim, slim, slim possibility. No, yeah. And I mean, so, like, what I want people to understand is that what other things do you have to offer and stuff? Because like um, Dr. Smith said, a lot of people introduce and they just say, like, this is my sport. Mm-hmm. You really want to be known all your life that you're just an athlete. You know, LeBron has a whole thing, like, more than an athlete. Yeah. And, like, and mm-hmm. how what I think about that is I think, I think it just comes from the whole athlete part. Like, just it just comes from... Well, actually, actually I should say it's a, it's a stereotype, I would say, actually. If you really think about it, you know, people look at look at black people as 
oh, what are they known for? They're they're they they got an extra muscle. You know, they're strong. Extra they're, you know, yeah. they're good at sports. Yeah, it's like so either we're very kids, good, at, we're very good at athletics. Exactly, like we're entertaining. Exactly. So so yeah. kids, I think that's the first thing as a kid that you pick up on is that oh yeah, I'm no, good at. Sports. I mean, you know. I mean, nothing's Gino, wrong with that, though. But Gino, Gino, you literally, literally, you literally gave a great explanation with, I loved music, but didn't know nobody, didn't know nobody, know how to show me how. Yeah. And I feel like with what we're doing, with, you know, your, with what we're doing on campus, staying and producing and stuff like that, I think that opens up the gateway for kids to, or not kids, but for more students to be more, more comfortable with saying, like, I'm trash at making beats, but if I keep making if I keep making beats, I'll be better. And that goes with sports too. Like, if you ask me, a lot of our players want to play at the pro level. If you ask, like, they all want to play at a pro level. Okay. Here's what's not understood. In order to play like a pro, or play like a pro, in order to play at the pro level, you got to live like a pro. Yeah. Everything you have yeah. to do is pro-life. Yeah. Everything, bro. And a lot of them, or not a lot of them, but a lot of kids don't understand that there's so much that goes into getting to that level. Like, you have to be able to show that you can handle that lifestyle before it's given to you. Yeah, you have to live that lifestyle before yeah. it even gets you, to yeah, you. Gotta be, you got to maximize your <laughs> yeah. resources, bro. You know how hard that is, bro? That is ridiculously hard. <laughs> it is cool, too. Hard. So it's like you got to basically live a life of a full-time athlete, but you're also in school. Yeah. So you got to take care of all the academics and yeah. still be on and that full like, athletic regimen. That's no problem. Everybody can do that. Anybody can do that. But it needs to be understood that if you want to play pro, you got to live like a pro, yeah. bro. You got to act like a pro. Like, you got to work train out. Like you got to study. Like, you you got to eat like that. a pro. You got to do what pros do. Pros pros not doing what everybody else is doing. So yeah. you want to make it to the pro and level? That's just, like, that's just one thing. After that, it's all about you got to get recognized. And it's not even – that's the easy part, bro. That's the easy part. It ain't, always, it ain't always that easy getting recognized. It's, what you mean? It's at, not a, at a small school, what, like I'm, no, I'm just saying. Like, compare. <laughs> com, let's look at it like this. All right? Look, you look at the NFL and we'll <laughs> previous episode. If you're listening, we'll talk about the NFL. Mm-hmm. When it comes to NFL and when it comes to drafting prospects, they go at the Division One level. They're going for true. the big schools, and this is the perfect example. In twenty, the 2019, 2020 draft class, we had guys at this school that were bringing in 31 out of 32 NFL teams. Mm-hmm. I've seen almost every NFL team at all our practices, mm-hmm. right? And we had guys who were, they were looking at either, they could be like a surprise seventh rounder or a free agent signing. That pandemic hit, right? And um, we were, they were supposed to do a pro day at Pittsburgh State. We can't do a pro day, right? And so now these schools, like these teams, instead of looking at the film like that, they just go look at the schools that they know that are big name schools and probably been training them athletes very good and stuff. We're going to do that because it's a safe bet. It's a safe bet. Even though I feel like we do have players, which is true, that yeah. will complete because they they wouldn't allow some of our players to do a pro day at Kansas State because they didn't want some of our athletes to outshow their players at Kansas State. Which is mm-hmm. which is totally fine. That's totally fine. It's crazy that you had said that to end because if you think about it. We're living in an era, right, where access is is important, right? Yeah. Like access to our phones, access to the next big thing is important. 
Twitter, right? Yeah. Twitter is a big, 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 like, recruiting center for just all levels. I think for kids at small schools, we need to start changing how we approach playing pro because we always, always go to a small school and, and we just, I want to play football, okay, right? And earlier I was talking about live like a pro, right? Play like a pro, live like a pro. You know, you'll be a pro. Okay, I'm at this small school. I pick up these habits. There's some players on our team that, 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 that's doing this, you know, that are doing this. Um, they're picking up their routines and they're, you know, they're, they're preparing themselves. I believe everyone will have the opportunity to do what they want to do, whether that's play pro or that's get a degree and go off into career or whatnot, whatever, whatever it is they want to do. I think when, we, when you are at this small level, there are certain things that you can do that will get you recognition in order for you to play at the highest level. Yeah. Everybody's just not doing it. Yeah. Nobody's doing the work to there look, we you know? Like, yeah. yeah, of course it's easier to be seen. But if you sit down and you do the work, I can guarantee you, you will play pro, bro. Because like, it will show up in tape. Not only will it show up in tape, but if you do the stuff that's outside of the football field, like, yeah, studying the class, blah, blah, blah. If, if you're going, genuinely going around being a good person or just being a good soul and setting yourself up for the opportunity, it'll naturally come to you because – that's how I, I mean, I'm not going to be one of those big universe guys, but like that's how it naturally works. Like when you work and you prepare yourself for things that you're supposed to have, they will come like like Gino. He didn't know how to operate Fruity Loops, but he maximized GarageBand. He maximized it, used it to the best of his ability. And the next thing you know, out of nowhere, we got COVID checks and he is able to buy the equipment that he needs to be able to further himself. Now. He's working with Fruity Loops, and now he's able to, you know, you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying to say, like, it's, it's not harder for us to get to the pro level. I just, wanna, I just want it to be known that it's just as easy. It's just a different route, you know? It, it's, it's an uncommon route. Yeah, you know, I, I agree. I understand that because... You gotta definitely put in the work and stuff. I feel like most like those big schools, they're getting that publicity. Mm-hmm. You gotta put in the work, but also because they always say this, like they'll find you. Like this literally an NAIA guy that got invited to like the National Scouting Combine, and through social media is actually how he got discovered because he threw like a touchdown pass. It's all his alignment. He gets invited to the NFL, um, the NFL on um, PA game. He gets invited to that senior game. Mm-hmm. And it's also at the NFL um, Combine and stuff. I have some big news. Go ahead, go ahead though. And so you got all that that happened and stuff, which is great. Like, you're talking about that hard work. Most likely he put in that work of, okay, I'm going to the next level. Let me get myself prepared and, like, have that next level mindset. Yeah. And you can take that same mindset that he do and do anything else. Yes. If you want to um, have a career and, start, like, say, a career in business, how you operate is going to be, like, in the business sense. Like, this yes. is what I want to do. Yes. Or, like, you know, you um, – Gito's doing music. He has yes. to approach everything in a music mindset. Yes. How bro. do I want to set myself up for success? Doing mm. these things. Like, there's yes, multiple things bro. I want to do. That's like, it. Like, I want to coach. 
So how do I want to prepare myself to live for coaching? Like coach. I, exactly, and like how I want, like I got, I'm figuring out my coaching style. Like I'm helping out with flag football, and I'm trying to figure out what is my coaching style. Well, depending on that player, I'm gonna adapt. I'm not that coach to where I need to yell. At, I don't need to yell at you and stuff. Yeah, it's more like if I'm gonna respect you and you're gonna respect me, and because that mutual respect is going to happen, I know for a fact that you are not going to do anything to slander my name because yep. you want to honor my name. Yep, that's the type of coach I want to be. Yeah, if I'm able to, and I'm learning and I'm doing everything I can. So once I become like a position coach or become a coordinator, my players will understand that I have so much respect for coach. I'm not going to disrespect them. Fact, I'm going to give bro. them my all and I'm going to do everything I can because there's no way that somebody who's been there for me on and off the field should be disrespected by me. Bro, and facts, that's the level bro. I'm trying to reach. And so that's why I'm putting in that work now. Yeah. Just like how Gino's putting in that work. Yeah. Just like how Jalen's putting in that. Man, what? Wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Preaching, man. Bro, Gosh. we dropping gems, bro. We dropping gems. So remember how I was talking about how, like, we can make it to those to the high level, highest level, right? Yeah. And so it's just a different route for us because we're at a we're at a different level, you yeah. know. Uh, RJ showed me on his phone just now that a kid from Friends got drafted by the U.S. Oh yeah, I seen that, bro. I seen that USFL different route, I've seen bro. That. Different I've seen route. That. If he makes it, when he makes it to the highest level that he wants to make it to. He will set the example for NA. Well, he won't set the example, but he will be an example for NAIA athletes. And it's so crazy because it's like, dang, I, we probably played against him, bro. I thought f- I thought like like we had. Him. Only, I think he was the only NAIA kid too. No, only, no him and uh, as a linebacker from Montana Western. Bro, yeah, Montana Western friends like those are only two. The rest oh. are like D two, D one. That's that's crazy, bro. Like just because they drafted him. They're gonna open the door to looking at more N A I E N N I N A I A athletes, bro. Like that's wild, bro. I hope this league is successful too. This is the USFL. I want these new leagues. It's always hard for them to stay afloat. I hope they do make it because if they're able to finish the whole season, because they're about to start. If they can finish the whole season, the XFL is about to start too in 2023. They're about to do their draft. Most likely, they're going to be some NAI guys that are going to get drafted too in the XFL. It, yeah, I can keep on doing these, if these, if these leagues keep on staying afloat, and like they keep on doing these partnerships, because XFL got partnership with the NFL and uh, CFL. So if they keep on like staying afloat and stuff, you're going to see more NAIA guys really starting to get drafted to these leagues. And then, of course, like they're working with other leagues too. And and if anything, playing pro, everybody wants to go to the NFL, but if you could have an amazing career. It's about the at, experience. Yeah, if you, like, balling out at the USFL or the XFL the and this experience. league continues to grow. It's the experience. Like, like you're a pro athlete. You're playing at the highest it's level. It's money. For, but, like, you're getting paid to do it. Yeah, and you're like, getting paid. You might not get, like, a milli, and but like, if it keeps on getting bigger and bigger and bigger, boy. There's no telling, bro. Like, we're in a we're in an era where where everything's being redefined. Like, Bro, what is crypto? Like, right? Like, five years ago, I don't even know if it was five years ago, (laughs) but like, when we was like 10 years old, bruh, crypto. Shoot, but not crypto. What is a crypto? Say Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Say Bitcoin, man. You feel me? Like, I'm thinking to myself, so, but, but, but I said that to say, like, we're in a place where, like, dang, like, we can take control and 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 basically take control of our own future. You know, like we can, like I I, I used to think people that would say stuff 
like, oh, I'm going to be a billionaire because I understand the recipe of understanding how to work and just, you know, just, I used to think those type of people are type of crazy. Like, you know, they would say like, oh, I, I can guarantee you I'm going to be a billionaire. I don't know I'm going to do it, but I'm going to figure it out. And I would look at them and be like, bro, you don't even have, you don't even have your shit together. You know, how are you going to be a billionaire? And then next thing you know, they start making money here, making money there, money, money here. And it's not even like these aren't people that like I know. These are just, you know, like people that I would scroll and see on uh, like famous folks. Like, I'm not going to lie. One of my big inspirations behind music is Kanye West. Why? Because growing up, I would listen to him. You know, but I would see he 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 was he he would start to to trip. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. He he would start to trip. I I, I lost my train of thought because because RJ back there playing with his hair, and I was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> but um, I completely forgot what I was getting at. But um, but it's about the experience. Thank you. There we go. It's a, the main reason why I went to an NAIA school was because these these people, like the head coaches, they were they just they made me feel like I wanted to, like they wanted me to be there, you know. And if you can go, it's always good to go somewhere where they want you, you know. Go where you want to. Yeah, go where you're wanted. You know, yeah. that's to all you kids that want to play at the D1 level, but. You know, ain't got no D one offers, but got none, a hell none of that. None of that matters, bro. It does not. And I, that, I think that's one of one of the biggest things, bro. Like none of that matters. D one, D two. You know, just go where you want it. Like that's when you're. Bro. That's where. That's, that's where you're gonna succeed. Yeah, they want you at that exactly. school. Don't you think they're gonna make sure you pass your classes, <laughs> bro? Like they want you at that school. They're paying. You know, like they're paying to have you here at yeah. this school. Why wouldn't you go to a school that is literally? rooting for you like yeah. coaches are calling you every day and you know and like that's when I started to realize like dang it's real like when I came here and enjoyed it I'm like it's really about the experience yeah the people I met me and Gino we ain't we would have never met if I really you know came here and or not never met uh, if I came here but we'd have never met if I chose a different school and you know it's crazy we didn't even say this but he lived oh yeah <laughs> he lived <laughs> In on my street, yeah, bro. I'm not even saying state, like on my street, yes. Like, oh man, like <laughs> yes. When I was but, living in, and I, he probably we probably bumped heads and we didn't even yes. know. While this man was living in Minnesota, I was living in Minnesota too. We both went to the same gym. Bro. He he used to go to the gym that I worked at. That's crazy. Yes, you but, know? yo, it's, it's a small world because <laughs> no, really, um, really my Bowman. Um, Bowman and Cooley, I went against them in Juco. Yeah. Santa Monica, West LA rivalry. I went, I literally went against Bowman. And I would never expect, like, he's my best friend, man. Yeah. And yeah. our first interaction was us going against each other, just yeah. like all smoke. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, it's just crazy how, like, connected and like how small this world can actually get, man. Yeah, like, bro. You really, like, yeah. think about it. That's it's the a small crazy world. thing. It's, it is a small world, And man. when you share your experiences with someone else, you, you never know. You guys could probably be a lot closer than you think, for real. Exactly, man. Exactly. It's it's, it's amazing, man. It's amazing. Um, well, I know, you know, we've been dropping hints here and there about the project. I think it's time to let the people know about the okay. EP and stuff. You know, I just want to know, like, what was going through your mind? Like, what, like, what was the okay. spark that led to 
you talking to James, like, hey, yo, man, let's make some timeless man. pieces. So this has always been a dream, like a dream to be do music and and control everything around it. You know, be able to be a part of something, be able to collide with uh, a lot of different individuals. You know, um, so you know, Jalen actually, this is so like like I said, this is already this is already this is already the dream. Um, Jalen actually came to me with the idea. Um, I was always down for it, but it was just a, it was just I was just thinking it was just a matter of when. You know, um, so when he actually came to me with this idea, like yo, like we got to do this now, like. That's when I was like, is it really that time? Like, do, is it really time to actually do this? And and he was so hyped up about it, got me fired up. And and honestly, I was I was a little bit nervous. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I was so nervous about it. Cause I was like, man, I don't think I'm ready, bro. But then I was thinking again, I'm like, think about all like the hard work and and Summer. time that we've put into doing this. This is what we wanted, right? So why can't we do it? Who's, you know, we control this. We control what we do. We control time. We, we facts. We, you know what I'm saying? We control so, like the. Go big, ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Nah, he said the big. The biggest thing you said is we control time, and people don't realize that you're in control of your own time. Like people will look back and say, "Bro, where did the time go?" Like exactly. Five like five years ago, man. You know, like dang, that was you know. And then you you look back and you like, oh snap. The time is literally now. Like, if I want to do something and look back on my life at this moment, I'm going to be able to sit here and say, whoa, I did some pretty cool stuff back in my day. Like, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the experience. It's the experience. You know? But you so, keep going, fam. So, you know, uh, we decided to select select a few people. Um, yeah, went over some names. Went over some names. Uh, and we, we felt like we needed to pick people that, you know, or along the same path with us um, that's been there, that we've, you know, that we believe in, that they also have the same, you know, purpose. Um, so, you know, after after doing that, you know, we decided, you know, the plan was that we're actually going to drop an EP. Yeah. Uh, we're going to, over spring break, when there's no school, we're going to plan out that whole week. All right, we're going to drop an EP. Um. We're gonna drop an EP, a podcast, uh, burn some CDs, you know, yep. get them out there. Yep. And, and this is our first time. This will be our first time ever, like dropping, yeah, anything. Like, to, like and and I think the the dopest part about it is like, we understood like we want to be musicians, you know, like we're we're music people. We love music. We have passion for music. And once we understood, like, damn, we're actually pretty. Two, we're two pretty dope artists. We should make our first, you know, project. Like, I, I essentially thought about it this way. Like, my first project ever was produced with my best bro. You feel me? Yeah. Like, that's that's, that's super cool. Like, mm -hmm. if I'm going to do this music stuff, I want to look back at my first project and be like, yeah, that really, that first project, it, it paved the way for some great shit to happen, you know? 
and the the people that that are in in this scene you know, of this project, like these are they all are dedicated, incredible, people. talented people, bro. Crazy um, talent for real. K Dub has so much talent, in and it. you know what the crazy part is about that? <laughs> yeah. They all got here on scholarship for sports, bro. Yeah. For sports, mm. that's a perfect example of why we spe- we specifically picked them is because like sports have always been a secondary thing. Like you feel me, sports school that's secondary. But if they take the time out to you know. To do what they actually want to do, like me and Gino right now, bro. There's no telling. There's no telling, and 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 it's like, bro. Like, people have so much potential that they don't even know that they need to tap into to really understand what that what will truly make them happy. You know, like it's, I always thought I love football. It's that um, untapped potential. Yeah, basically what it is, man. The untapped potential. This is. It's awesome, man. This is an awesome experience. This is definitely... Oh, yeah. I definitely get super excited. It's going Like I said, man, the vibes that I'll be getting, you know, Revenge of the Dreamers, man. Like, that type of yeah. like vibe. When you, you know, Cole was talking about how, you know, I'm going to invite people that I'm cool with, yeah. that I really like and stuff. I'm going to mm-hmm. go... We'll go and make some. We'll go and make some art. Man, we just want to. We just want to experience something amazing. Yeah, we want to. Um, exactly, bro. We when just you, when you bring a, a group of talented individuals together, and you all collide and bump heads together, imagine what that's like, and that's what we're going for. Cause ain't nobody else doing it out here like this. You know, ain't nobody else doing it's this. Not about, it's not about. It's not about me. It's not, not about, about my talents. Or what yeah. I, you know, it's it's. It's about what we can do as a whole. To get, um, yes, and, and that's, that's what, what we're is. trying to do. We're trying to spread that. Yes, across across the the campus. And, yes, literally, you know? like if bro, I'm done. I'm done for the day. I, ain't. I feel like <laughs> I, I've been talking way too much, and uh, I said bro like thirty times. It's <laughs> a good thing you counted it, man. I probably said like like 30 times, too. I don't know. Hey, man, we're just talking, man. I mean, we'll wrap it up. You know, just one last thing. You know, what what are your, like, current goals? It can be your personal current goals. And, like, even with, like, this project right here, like, what's the current goal? And, like, what we want to achieve out of this whole thing? That's a really good question. Hmm. That's a great question. But, hmm. uh, but, but you want to know the answer? Like the genuine, honest answer. It's about the experience, experience fam. Hey, you know, it's about the. That's all. Hey, that's all I need. Literally, all, we not doing like. Let this be understood. Like, we are not doing this for y'all to just. You feel me to 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 sit here and tell us like, oh, congratulations, we're so proud of you, but but we're not doing that to get pats on the back, bro. Mm-hmm. We're not doing it for pats on the back. This isn't being done for all y'all fake music critics to feel and, important and, and try know, to critique. We're not, exactly. <laughs> we're not, like, honestly, y'all can critique it if y'all critique it if y'all want to. I'm not going to care. I'm going to be happy at the end of the day. Because you know? this is something that I've been wanting to do, we've been wanting to do. So it's not going to matter what people say about it because it's like. This is going to be in the archives. This is oh, a, yeah. we we go, we gonna remember this for yeah. so long. Oh like, my gosh! They have a maybe want to do like a class reunion and stuff. We're gonna oh. pull back up here. They might make this. They might call this whole building the Paul Green Building and stuff. Right. Yeah. Make sure there's like the, like the recording studio, facilities. like the media, just be named after like Hall of Famers, just like that'd here. be dope. And we're not just gonna be remembered as just like just, just student athletes. athletes. We're just yeah. athletes. We're gonna be remembered as people like, that changed the campus. You know what? Hey, we are the culture. Saying it right now. Saying it right now. We are the damn culture. I want to say one last thing, too, man. Like, for me, personally, this project is for me to show that, like, make up for all the time that 
that I wasn't me. Yeah. You get what mm. I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Like, this is, I'm going to look back at this and be like, yo, like, I finally found myself. This is like a, this is like a, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? damn. Like, oh my God. I'm sorry. I'm going to leave it there. I don't want to say too much. Yeah. <laughs> you know, y'all can put that he in the said, little He said, this doc. is a gift to myself. I'm this sorry is, you waited so it long. It is. It is. And, oh and being God. around all y'all, you know, y'all, Taylor. Um, yeah. I'm gonna just say the, I'm gonna just say the names. I'm gonna just say the names. You gonna say the names of everybody? Uh, ahead, I don't. Ahead. I mean, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, bro. Because I think for, when this drops, I feel like, will, will we? Will, do you, are you gonna drop it in enough time for us to give up, pass out CDs and the document to be finished? Or oh, I mean, this is because I feel like I feel like you should definitely wait for this. We got, to drop. This episode got to get held off. This, this I'm gonna not gonna have, lie. Yeah, this gonna have to some wait. things you can cut out. Yeah, cause nah, cause, but shout out DeAndre, shout out RJ, shout out Taylor, yeah, shout out yep, Vito, yep, Nick, yep, Cleon, yep, Will, Sean, yep, Malik, Shingy, bro, man, Paul, Paul and we got we got some out, special people that we gonna add to oh, this. Yeah. Oh yeah, we, we, we I don't want to. It's a surprise. It's a surprise. It's a surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't tell y'all because if we tell y'all, then you feel me? Uh, okay, okay. Did I miss we'll, anybody? We'll hold on. Shout out God. Uh, yep, shout out that. Shout out oh, yeah. Dr. Smith. Man. Dr. Smith. Shout out Dr. Smith. Yeah, definitely shout out Dr. Smith. Drum, your your drum my, professor. My, my drum professor, shout out my drum professor Dean. Yeah, he's the greatest drummer I ever witnessed. Like <laughs> that man is <laughs> talented. Talented yeah. individual. He, Bro, see, and it's like it's so crazy that you wouldn't even think that there's so many creative kids on our campus, but Bro, it, it's so many. Like, we are so much more than just athletes, bro, on this campus. And people be looking at K-Dub students like, oh, y'all, y'all just get whatever y'all want, blah, 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 blah. I mean, we're pretty damn good athletes, but we're more than, you know, we're more than just than just track sprinters, mm-hmm. volleyball players, football players, basketball players. You know, we're just, we're way more than that. And it's so crazy because it's like we're that's our secondary thing to us. My man, it's on his team. It's on his team, man. Hey, incredible episode. Incredible episode today, y'all. And I, a big shout out to this man, RJ. Like, it takes a lot of patience to sit in a room and hear other people talk and record them at the same time. That so is facts. This man, RJ, has the shoulder rig <laughs> yes. going hammer right now. Rig. Yes, man, sir. Man, man. I don't think I understand, man. When this I, man... I, Picture definitely be posted. If, the yeah. whole shoulder rig. Yeah. <laughs> that thing heavy too. I put it on the shoulder rig. But like big big shout out to everybody in the building. Hey, where let the you know the rest of the neighbors know where can they find you on social media? Oh. Wait, and I did want to say that too. I did want to say that too. We're not dropping this on any social media platforms. Oh yeah, it's not. We're not everyone, I do want to let y'all know if this does go before what this is not a project that will be released. The only way we'll release this music onto a digital, to any digital platform is if we um, honestly feel like it. And the only reason why we don't, like we, I don't feel like it because it's like, it's a lot of work, not necessarily work that goes into it. It's just like, where's the element of surprise? Like we want to bring back that that old vibe, that old, you feel me? Like I want people to be like, bro, you got a CD player? What do you need a CD player for? So I can play Jalen and Gino's new album. You can't play it off your phone? No. Do you see the CD copy I got? Like, I want people to go to the store, buy a literally a CD 
a CD copy or not a CD copy, a CD disc. Put that whole or put it in that car. Matter of fact, yeah, and yeah. listen to it, bro. Like, cause then. Now they have an experience from our album. Mm. They have an experience. Like, nah, they not just going on their phone and click and press play. They oh, gotta yeah. go to the store, yeah. get a CD. Yeah. They gotta they gotta put the CD in. Press Where are they play. doing this at, man? They Where are they doing bro, this? This is bro. This <laughs> album isn't just listening. Like this is this is what we feel. Like this is all the pain. Like this is everything that we experienced growing up. And like, I'm not gonna sit here and say like. Like this album is pure gold. Like no, this is just our experience. We did this because we wanted to do it. So if you want to listen, it's because you want to listen. Yeah, get that CD player. Get that CD. If y'all, you know, put it on the speakers or stuff, blast it. If you gotta yep. drink a little bit, of, you know, sip sip. If you gotta smoke a little smoke smoke. Yeah, do what you gotta <laughs> do, what you do. Gotta do. It's your experience. You go. You go experience something very nice and stuff. But um, we got back to the thing. Like, where can they find you? You know. On social media. You know, if y'all want to follow me on social media, Gino underscore Dixon, too. Uh, it's my Instagram. Um, that's all I got for them, really. And Minecraft for, because um, you also got a YouTube channel, too. Is the link on your Instagram? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My link, link to my YouTube channel is on there. Um, content. Content's on there as well. Everything's on there. You know, we'll be adding more content soon. Yes. Very soon. Big content. You know, so. Great content. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> That's it. I don't know what else you <laughs> want me to do. Nah, it's, it's all good. Shout out my mom. Shout, Shout out, out, out big bro. Shout out big bro. And Jalen, I think we <laughs> all know where we can find you, but let them know. Um, yeah. Uh, J-H-A-L-E-N underscore. Um, that's my handle for like my twitter my instagram yeah so if you give me a follow um i may not follow back immediately because i am not <laughs> on instagram that much that's why that's why i hesitated yeah. when you asked me to drop my name i'm like hey i don't even like bro this is like this is what we do like we don't even be like we'd be so irritated yeah. When people try and hit us up while we be doing this, bro. No, but this go this gonna be in the in the in the future when the, the oh, plugs yeah. gonna come in no, clutch in the future because okay. they, they okay. gonna go back in okay. old episodes. If, if we talking about like that, then all right, yeah, because okay. they gonna yeah, go old episodes right. and be like, right, oh, let me, let me let me let me listen to this episode because this is apparently when they started doing stuff, and then they gonna be like, yeah, let me redo that. Let me redo that. Then my bad, my bad. You know, if y'all wanna find me on Instagram, G E N O underscore Dixon D I X O N and two. You know. Yeah. There we go. Yes, sir. And as always, you can follow me at Dreams Represent Everything on IG. Got the link to everything from our, well, of course, I'm not social medias. Can you repeat what you just said? Oh, Dreams Represent Everything. Is that Dre in the neighborhood? Yeah, that's a DRE. Oh, my God. God. Yeah. That just blew my... Hey, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I got to get out of here, bro. We got to yeah. Let me talk my shit. I didn't even know. I didn't even know. Let me talk my shit. No way. You know, I had two acronyms. Shout out to Taylor, because she was there when I was making the acronym. Shout for, out to That's why we got yeah. it. Because I, I had two of them, and she said, bam, this one, yeah. Represent. Represent. Everything. Okay, 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 okay. I'm about to. I'm really about to say something that's about to fuck y'all head up. Excuse my language. All right, all right, all right. So, lately I've been listening to the Kanye West album, bro. Right, the album College Dropout. 
Because mm. I've been listening to Graduation and College Dropout because graduation's approaching, getting a little excited. All this uh, um, you feel mm, me? You feel me? And I'm like, you know, let me, let me try and listen to this music from a different perspective because I'm about to graduate. Let me try and listen to his College Dropout album. Let me listen to all this. Uh, DeAndre, make sure you listen to make sure you listen to these albums, bro. I had a dream mm. the other night. Oh, it's about to get crazy! It's about to get crazy. Here we go, bro. This man, this man, Mister West, right? This man was handing me like the teddy bear head. Yo, like here you go, bro. Yo, like go ahead, man. Is Kanye West got like tours, oh, everything? Like, huh? Cause remember, Lil Baby was in Solana. So I'm just saying, if he has, if Kanye West has a tour. Nah, I'm some, saying though. Way. I don't think so, you're really hearing me. I don't think you're hearing me, fam. I hear you, bro. I, I think I, I think I'm hearing you. Let, you let me hear more. Let me hear more. <laughs> no, I'm no. just saying this is poss- this is possible. This could actually happen. No, it definitely could possibly happen. But I'm saying though, like, like Kendrick. And I'm not even going, I really don't want this to be on the show because I feel like this is arrogant. But like Kendrick said, oh yeah, this man, uh, Tupac was in my dreams. You feel me? Handing me the crown. I feel like this man, Kanye West, was handing me his crown. You know, the teddy bear the head. teddy bear though. Oh my like, gosh, ego. man. You know? And like, mm. I had a dream last night about that shit, bro. And I'm like... What the fuck? I had a dream last night too, but I would tell y'all, but I don't remember, bro. <laughs> I don't remember it, bro. I remember my dreams is because I write them shits down after <laughs> I wake up every time because it means something, bro. It means something. How ironic is that? Well, yeah, I've been listening to that album, but it's I feel like that it doesn't get any more specific than that, you know. And that just motivates me to keep going. Man, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. Not facts, bro. I think I was just dreaming about rain hitting the window. I was playing like rain noises and stuff. <laughs> that man, hey, it, it's just meant to be. It's just meant no, to be. No, we gotta work for it. Well, I know, we I know. We, we gotta work, but, but it's, it's, it's meant it's to be. Out. Gang. It's meant to be, man. It's meant to be. It's meant to be, gang. Hey, thank you everybody for tuning in to the neighborhood. This was a long one, but guess what? Will's giving y'all amazing content and stuff. Just make sure to stay tuned for the next episode. Everybody, thank you for showing up, and we are out.